This is the way these games go now. Sidney Crosby or Genny Malkin or Chris Letang or someone of prominence will do something that's a little bit wrong and will focus everything on them. This is so backward. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Kings 4, Penguins 3 yesterday at PPG Paints Arena. I was over there covering it. Kind of felt like I saw it coming. Not so much because of what the home team was doing or not doing. I just really liked L.A.'s game right from the outset. And they've been, you know, pretty decent team for a change. Been a while. 23-16-7 overall record. 3-0-2 on this trip. And now, now, 2-0 against the Penguins. You know, believe what your eyes are telling you. They've put together this nice little mix of old and young, and their younger guys who scored these goals yesterday, these were these were legit goals. Nobody wants to hear this, right? Okay, good. So I'll move on to the actual topic, which is the Penguins have now lost three in a row. This one was in regulation. The Seattle game was overtime. Detroit was via shootout, and it's starting to leave a little bit of a foul taste, especially since we know the All-Star break is coming up after the game tomorrow night against the Capitals, and nobody wants to go into a break thinking that all this good stuff that we'd seen to this stage of this NHL season is just kind of kind of evaporate. You know what I mean? Being the sunny side up, glass full guy that I am, I feel like there's also positives to call from situations like these. That there are players who don't get an opportunity, who should get an opportunity, and once they do, they seize it. They get a stranglehold on it. That's what I'm looking to see out of this situation. You know why? Because a lot of the guys who already had that opportunity, some of whom did seize it, some of whom appeared to have had a stranglehold on it, have since let it go in the worst possible way. And when I say worst possible way, I'm coming at you with numbers, all right? Evan Rodriguez, 15 goals, arguably the team's MVP through the first half of the season. I'm not saying he was, Tristan Jari was, but you could have thrown him into the argument. He's got zero goals in his last 12 games. Only two assists in there, by the way. A lot of people are talking about the goalless streak, not as much about just no points, no nothing coming from him. And it's not like he's been buried. You know, he's not on the first power play, but he's getting on the power play. He's been with the top two lines more often than not, just not doing anything. Danton Heinen had nine goals at the outset, none in his past 10 games. Brock McGinn, we all praise him as if this is like some done deal because he's got 10 goals. Well, he's got one in his last 10 games. Kasperi Kapanen, in addition to falling down with seemingly every possession of the puck, now has one goal in his last 11 games. You think I'm done. I saved the two best for last. Zach Aston Reese has one goal all season. 
zero in his last 20 games, taking a regular shift. Dominic Simone, we all get into the Dom thing. I value certain traits that Dom has, but I will also recognize that having one goal in your last 36 games is not exactly cause for continuing to play every night. So, what's my solution for this? Well, uh, okay, these guys, particularly Rodriguez, Heinen, McGinn, Kapanen, okay, everybody but Dom <laughs> needs to needs to be the best version of themselves. Needs to score. They need to help out. But I feel like you've also got to get some other people into the mix, and I'm going to start with the kid who finally looked like yesterday he's going to get his chance, and that is Radim Zahorna. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. There's not a lot to dislike about Zahorna. He's enormous. He can skate. I'm not comparing his talent level to that of Evgeny Malkin because I'm not clinically insane. But there's a way that he conducts his stride in relation to his frame that's uncommon. That's something that you see from Gino on a regular basis. That should be interesting to a lot of people. He's very visible. He creates offense both for himself and for his line mates. I like him better in the middle than on the wing. He took Heinen's place as a post-warm-up emergency uh, yesterday, so he went to the wing, but I'd rather see him in the middle, providing he can take care of his other responsibilities there. But for what it's worth, after this game, one in which Mike Sullivan acknowledged to a question that I had that he was not at all happy with his depth forwards, this was what the head coach had to say about how Zahorna fared in this one. I thought Z played real well. He brought us some energy. Um, you know, I thought he made some plays. He used his big frame to protect pucks, and uh, I thought he I thought he was good on both sides of the puck. Doesn't sound like he's coming out, does it? I mean, we'll see. Uh, you know, you can say anything in advance of one game leading into a break, presuming that whatever's wrong with Heinen, they wouldn't be rushing him back into the lineup, which would make no sense since they get a week off after the game Tuesday. At least he'll get out there for another game, and at least he'll get a chance to do something, anything. I mean, the bar's really low here. You know, for for me to say Zahorna was better than any of the other depth forwards is just damning him with faint praise, and I'm not going to waste my time or yours in doing that. He played a good game. You know, he wasn't spectacular or anything. He He's on the puck. He looks comfortable out there. Now, right now, that's probably not the word you'd want to have associated with any of the depth forwards because I think overall they 
generally look too comfortable. There's not that same urgency, that same, uh, you know, the hockey term desperation. But in this case, it really applies. If you think back to the way the Penguins as a collective were going through October, November, even into a big chunk of December, these guys were playing as if they had to survive from night to night. Let's just get through this game, and then when we get Sid and Gino and everybody else back, we'll be da 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 They've lost that. I, I can't say why. I can't get into their heads, and even if you know it's something that they would discuss, I strongly suspect they wouldn't be all that honest about it. I do know that even the most defensive forwards, career-long fourth-line pluggers, still feel like they need to score in order to perform with confidence. There's no way you can watch Zach Aston Reese, particularly him, out of this group. A guy who was a Hobie Baker finalist at Northeastern for his scoring. And he found his own niche once he got to the NHL in working with Sullivan on that. But he still you know, he wants to get goals. He's putting pressure on himself to get goals. And once that starts occurring, all kinds of bad things can happen. So here's Zahorna, who's just oozing with confidence. You can see it with every shift that he takes. And those of you who remember when he first came up, he really made an impression, scored his first goal almost right away, made a bunch of other plays, made himself known, made himself look like a guy who could, even in that time, have conceivably stuck around. That's what this lineup needs right now. It needs someone with confidence. And if he takes one of those positions, again here, it will not be a great achievement on his part. But if he does, then the Penguins are that much stronger of an overall team for it. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com/dk. FuboTV.com/dk. And today's J1Q comes from Jim, who asks, why can't the Penguins play their system when healthy? They play lazy defense when all of the big guns are in the lineup. Jim, I am so glad you asked this. I am so glad that you asked it in this way, because it allows me to answer it by pointing out how remarkably backward the thinking is that blames the stars for the performance of the underlings when the stars return. This is 
like nuts to the millionth degree. I'm not saying this about you, Jim. I'm saying this about absolutely everyone because I hear this from all over. See, so-and-so comes back and it makes the team just fall apart. Okay, well, Sidney Crosby came back, took him a little while to get going. He started scoring a few goals and then it was just, all right, it was good to be Sid, you know, and it was good to be the Penguins with Sid. They won almost every game they played from December 4th onward. Gino comes back and Gino scores right off the bat. Best player on the ice that game in Anaheim. Kind of went a little quiet after that, but he's still at better than a point a game since he's returned. And in this one, he made a gorgeous pass to Sid, who scored a gorgeous goal off of it. And the power play was dominant through this game. But instead of looking at that and what they've done themselves, so many of us are still focused on, yeah, but what intangible effect are they having on poor Evan Rodriguez, who now has to deal with the trauma of sharing ice with superstars? How about this? How about Evan Rodriguez plays better hockey? How about he takes more than zero shots on goal in a game? That's how many he had yesterday. You know who else had zero shots yesterday? Almost all of those guys that I mentioned. Heinen, Aston Reese, Simone, Brian Boyle had none. The list is long. The production is minimal. That is not Sid's fault. That is not Gino's fault. All they've done is come back and play good hockey. Have they occasionally done something that messed things up? Sure. Gino made a drop pass in the Seattle game that led to a defensive zone draw that somehow, in social media land, ended up being Gino's fault, even though he was on the bench for the faceoff that led to the Kraken's actual goal. It was entirely Jeff Carter's fault. Can't say anything bad about Carter, though, because he's very popular here. Sid made a drop pass yesterday on what proved to be Los Angeles's winning goal. And while it wasn't, you know, egregious or anything, it allowed the Kings to connect on what was really just a superlative play for Trevor Moore to finish uh, his second beautiful goal of the day. But you know what? Sid messed up. So there it is. We've already predetermined the narrative. This is going to be something that Sid and Gino mess up. So every time something happens to that effect, it gets magnified. And all those numbers that I read to you in the opening segment are being discussed right now by absolutely nobody in Pittsburgh. Absolutely nobody. Show me where else that's being talked about or written about. And yet the numbers are are screaming at you. These aren't like little slumps. We're talking about people going a month and a half without a goal, two months, three months, who are getting a sweater 
every single game. And we're blaming somebody else for that? Come on. Come on. Let's do better than that. Uh, I appreciate the question, Jim. I really do. I'm not picking on you here. This is, I'm using your question as an extrapolator. I'm being, uh, I'm being, what's the word for it here? Really, really harsh, but to a concept, not to you, Jim. I like you. Let's do another one of these shows tomorrow, presuming Jim lets me live.